0: What is up, guys? I'm Naisu. Welcome to the Suitcast, a podcast that dives into the world of esports, gaming lifestyle, and everything in between. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what the hell is a shoutcaster. And the reason why we're going to talk about that is because from last week's episode, um, I have more and more people finding out, you know, about the podcast and whatnot. And I've had Quite a few actually messaged me on my socials asking me exactly what it is a shoutcaster does. Um, They're not too familiar. And again, not everyone follows the esports scene. Not everyone's into gaming, right? So um, to my friends out there and uh, everybody else, family and whatnot that don't know what it is that I do for a job, I'm I'm pretty much a full-time professional shoutcaster. And today's episode is all about what the hell that is. And real quick, I want to just take this quick moment to say thank you guys for all the support for the Suecast up to this point We're just around three hundred downloads or so um amongst all the platforms, and that's absolutely amazing. I really like that buzz sprout lets me track that by the way because it's really cool because we're in I think seventeen different countries and about almost ninety different cities at this point, so again. Thank you guys so much for the support. Please do if you haven't give it a give it a rating wherever you're watching or a review if you can, all right? That being said, let's get to the episode. So, let's start it out here. What is shoutcasting, right? And if you just take the word and you divide it, right? You have shout, you have casting. And so obviously, shout is talking really loudly. And casting is pretty much derived from broadcasting, right? The broadcasting aspect. So in a way, you can kind of put two, one, one together, put two and two together here. And you have uh, a pretty much broad in a broadcast it's a broadcast, and sometimes I shout. Now the thing is, not all the time we're shouting, right? There are specific moments and places where you know a shoutcaster is actually shouting, especially depending on the energy or the hype of a game. But to make this simpler for for someone out there that has zero clue about gaming or esports in general, basically my job is to commentate. Commentate over video games, and a specific video game called Mobile Legends: Bang Bang. It's it's pretty much a five versus five game that is primarily played on mobile devices like phones or iPads. Um, but in the work that I do, it's pretty much all on phones, right? That's the regulation, and there's a professional league for it. So again, if you don't follow um, and you're kind of wondering, man, is there actually a scene for that? There is, I don't know the the specific statistic, but if I recall, there's millions and millions of players around the world, Southeast Asia being one of the biggest. um, And there is millions and millions of dollars into the scene, right? Into this scene. And so there's a whole professional league in multiple countries, and usually, it kind of like a sport, right? And I know pretty much everybody listening to this is familiar with sports. There is always a season, kind of like a regular season for sports, there is a season where the teams, usually it's about 10 to 12 teams, they battle it out through the course of nine weeks, nine or 10 weeks, and... There's usually a champion and there's a prize pool. Um, You know, there's MVP awards. And then after that, usually they go and compete in an international tournament versus other country champions. So, you know, recently I was in Malaysia and we just casted. um, That was my first international tournament. So that was the Southeast Asia championship. Now, later this year, there is going to be the world championship. Well, Specifically in January of 2023, the world championship will be going on where, you know, teams of various countries compete, North America being one of them. So yeah, again, the very basics, you know, the uh, explain it like I'm five explanation is I am a commentator over a video game in the professional scene. So that is my main job. That is my work. At this point, and you know, when I'm not casting within the season of the MPL or the the professional league, there's so many other tournaments going on for this game that I also cast in, that I broadcast or commentate in. And uh it's a whole thing. I mean, if you guys haven't seen the videos or the 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 photos. Like I said, it's a professional league, so we're all in suits. You know, there's a whole broadcast team behind it. It's usually live streamed to multiple platforms. There's usually um, hundreds of thousands of people watching live on the live streams. And now with the pandemic kind of slowing down a little bit, we have live audiences once again, you know, for, for certain tournaments. So that's the simple way of explaining exactly what shoutcasting is. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about, though, is a little bit more in detail about casting because, you know, a lot of people don't realize that there's roles, you know, they know that there's two or three casters on the desk during a game, but there's also roles. And just so you guys are aware, you know, what is my role? In the sense of a casting uh, desk, there is an anchor, a play-by-play, and a analyst, So each caster has a role that they fill and that kind of divvies up the speaking points or the airtime during a game. So that one person isn't just, you know, taking everything, speaking about everything, so to speak. So my role is I've done anchoring and that's where we handle like sponsor spiels and we lead the show, we lead the conversation and whatnot. Um, I've also done color. But there is going to be no color in season 10. So we're not really calling it color caster anymore. It's going to be anchor or color. Like that's going to be one person. And then the middle guy, if I remember correctly what they're doing for season 10, the middle guy will be play by play. So every time there's a team fight happening in the game, it's the play by play caster that's like, you know, doing everything like, oh, it's a triple kill, you know, yelling and whatnot. Um, And then, of course, you have the analyst doing all the 200 IQ brain plays, right? So, that's the breakdown there. And uh, if you listen closely, you'll kind of be able to pick out who's doing what. So, now that I've talked a little bit about that too, the other thing is, you know, how did this happen, right? How How did we go from being a teacher to being a professional shoutcaster. So it started again, like I had my whole streaming, you know, I had my whole streaming uh, stint and I'm still streaming a few times a week right now, but the workload just doesn't allow me to stream the way that I used to. So anyway, with streaming, I used to do kind of this thing where I would be casting over my gameplay and I would post those little clips on social media, specifically TikTok. And you know, no one was really doing a lot of gaming videos for TikTok at the time, so I was posting these clips of myself on stream and then kind of casting over it, and it just got discovered by a current caster. Um, shout out to Butters, you know. Butters is the one that found my TikTok and then actually uh, linked up with him on social media to find out exactly the the path I needed to take to become a caster, because I always thought it was cool. I just didn't know how to get there, right? And, you know, that's the thing. That's the thing with casting. For all the uh, aspiring or current casters right now, I think most of them will say, there isn't like a super clear path if you want to be a caster. You either know someone or you got involved in it or you're casting, you know, community tournaments. Um, Sometimes you're casting for free. And for me, the instance was, I got discovered, I got put into a workshop for a different game and I was training for that game for months, literally three to five months, and was casting, you know, little tournaments here and there. But eventually I had an audition for a big opportunity within that game, and, you know, cut to cut the story short, I didn't get it, which led me down the path of, for a lot of you listening to this will probably remember Caster Search 2021 for the MPL Season 8, and I joined that. And quite honestly, I was a little worried. I was a little worried because I pretty much had zero experience as a caster, right? I mean, I had very little experience as a caster. And at the same time, I had not casted Mobile Legends. And I had even quit playing Mobile Legends at the time because I was focusing on a different game. And at at that point, I was just kind of worried that I wouldn't have enough knowledge to be able to advance in the caster search. But, you know, inevitably, I ended up getting to the top nine was able to meet the casters that I had been watching for seasons on seasons for the MPL. And I went through the whole workshop and it was amazing. It was really, I guess that was the time that I realized like, wow, shit, man, I really like this, you know? And um, that start that kind of started it all. And after the caster search, again, we they narrowed it down from hundreds of applicants to, I think, top 32. And then... I can't remember if they... I think they went straight from top 32 to top nine. And I remember when we got to the top nine, you know, at this point too, if you think about it, out of the top nine, I think four in the MPL now. Um, So that is pretty amazing. And all the others are pretty much working within that kind of uh, that circle. And eventually they'll probably end up in the MPL themselves. Who knows, right? But Cast Research was a great experience. Learned a ton of information and practice in the span of three days. And after that, I didn't win. I didn't win the competition, which I didn't expect to win because that was part of the thing. Like, they needed a winner who could cast in Filipino and English. And I can't cast in Filipino for the life of me, right? Um, just imagine <laughs> just imagine how it would sound if I was casting in Filipino. It'd be, it'd be really rough. Me up beyond, right? And so anyway, but we got contacted by you know Moonton to go ahead and be invited to come cast on the English desk because they needed an English caster for season 8 to add to that roster so i obviously went with that and took that opportunity but you know now when i look back and i think about that moment it was like again it was like a holy shit moment because i sat down in the seat right before we went live for season 8 and i remember thinking oh man this is my first ever official Mobile Legends cast, and it's in the damn MPL, you know? So that was a it was a really kind of wake up moment for me. And when I go back and listen to my season eight cast, I just don't like it, right? I've obviously learned a lot in the past year and two seasons now, and then MSC, of course, to improve and refine my casting ability. But I still know that I have a lot of room to grow even. So, you know, that leads me into this next point, lessons learned, right? The lessons learned of, of this whole experience the past year specifically. And this ties in with taking risks, you know, from the last episode, because again, becoming a caster was a risk in itself because you, you, there was actually a couple there. Number one was leaving ML behind to go pursue a different game, which was a risk that technically, if you look at it, it paid off in some way. And in another way, maybe not so much. The biggest thing is that it, again, got my foot in the door, right? And a lot of the times when I talk about risk, it's, it's just taking that opportunity to take a chance and maybe things pay off. Maybe they don't, right? At the end of the day, you learn something from it. And so that is what happened for me early on. Casting was a lot of lessons learned. And just if I, if, I think about specifically casting for all you casters out there or aspiring casters. The biggest lesson that I learned early on from casting was just to listen. And it's funny because I don't think it just applies to casting. I think it applies to just life in general. And even, you know, if you think about it, relationships work, a career, um, even just spiritually or your daily life, right? You need, people need to listen more because even, if you sit in a group and you you try to talk things out with people, a lot of the times people are just inclined to interject and interrupt. And sometimes you just want to be like, yo, just listen, man. Right? So that's actually a, a huge lesson that I learned from casting early on. And it has paid dividends, basically learning to listen a lot more, um, just in all parts of my life, but specifically casting because it really just makes you a better caster. So biggest lesson there was just listen, right? Listen, listen, listen. Also from that is if I want to talk about lessons learned from recent, like if I want to tie this into the most recent thing, of course we have MSC, which was just not too long ago with Malaysia, right? And there, the biggest lesson I learned from there that I would love to be able to share, especially with other casters, is just teamwork. You know, you learn teamwork very well when you have casters from different regions come together and it's a trio cast. It's three people on the desk and some people are doing roles that they're not used to and you have to make it sound professional, right? So MSC, the casting lesson learned there was just to learn to work with a variety of characters and people, individual personalities, you know, the, the, and strengths and weaknesses and all that falling into place. So that's probably something I'll dive into more on a, on a future episode, but it was great. You learn, again, you learn so many lessons throughout this experience, throughout the things you do in your life. And which leads me to my last point for this episode, goals, goals as a caster right? Again, we started the episode talking about what is shoutcasting, mainly to just get the point across of where I am in my career, what is my career. And whenever you're in a career, you know, whatever you're doing out there in your life, you should have goals. You should have, you know, short-term, long-term goals. And this whole whole process really started when I got into fitness, you know, having short-term and long-term goals. But now I really apply this to my career. And so if I look back on goals starting with season eight, my first season in the MPL as a shoutcaster, my short-term goal as a new caster was to just soak up as much as I could in my brain and in my actions to be the best caster I could be, but know that it's not going to be an overnight success type story, right? And so the short-term goal was literally to just, back in season eight, was to get through the season better than I started it, which, which was super, like, if you think about it, short-term goal wise, Hey, that's pretty damn easy considering, you know, that the beginning of the season was your first cast. So again, short-term goals should not be something that seems too far away. That's why they're short-term goals. Right. And so quickly I started to improve and I felt like I hit that short-term goal. Long-term goal in terms of casting would be casting the international tournaments, right? That was my long-term goal. Because if I think about it, season eight, when I started casting was back in 2021, I think August. And so long-term, I was like, you know, eight months to a year from now, I'd love to cast an international event. And, you know, I put that, I put the work in, I put the consistency in and look where I ended up, right? I ended up casting MSC recently. So that was already a long-term goal, checked off my list. And now I have another, goal to replace that to work forwards, right? There's still M4. Hopefully I can go for M4. But let's say I get M4. That's another long-term goal off my list. What is after that? You know, And I think that's why it's so important for people to learn how to create goals, um, plan those out, whether that's in your fitness, your career, your spirituality, like whatever it is, you have goals because then you have a clear path to work towards, right? To evaluate if you're making progress or not. So goal making will be another episode in the future. But for now, we are going to wrap it up here. As I said, this episode was mo- mainly to just kind of briefly talk about shoutcasting what exactly it is, since it is my main career point right now. And just uh, a little bit tied in with that. So hopefully this episode helped you guys. Again, please do help me out give me a review here on the Suecast and a review if you can. And uh, again, I guys, I really appreciate the support up to this point. Next week, we'll see you guys next week for the next episode. That one is actually going to be about eSports specifically. Um, so do be ready for that one. It's going to be a great episode. And until then, we'll see you next week. GG WP.